This is The Dog Days with Ollie Scott, Junior Eldstar and Ian McKenzie. Hello and welcome to a brand new microphone. This microphone has been brought to you by a plant-based vegan selection of people. <laughs> this is a plant-based podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Vegans. Vegans. So hello and welcome. Um, I guess this is the first time we sat down as a three, four... Ever. Well, we literally, I think we did that one which we didn't put out. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, did, did we... we did reflection time where everyone oh, yeah. said it sounded like we were drunk. Oh, oh okay. So, so okay, this is We had too much fun. Okay, well then let's try not have that much fun in this one. We're going to try and be reflective, truthful... And honest about heartbreak. I feel, yeah, last time we spoke and you said you're a single fucking loser. Oh, no, shit, you're, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was only three weeks ago. <laughs> you're now a single fucking loser again, again. but you were engaged, weren't you? I believe you were in love. I was, engaged. well, you know, engaged to be engaged. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Oh, um, I, yeah, we, fucking hell. I, I went in, do you know what? We went, I went in un, uh, vulnerably mm. into a situation. How did, that, how did that work for you? Well, no, I think, I don't regret it because I think it's important. Had I had I've gone into this like in a way where I was sort of like wrapping something around my heart and I'm going oh, I'm going to get hurt or whatever, then it would have been I think it would have been quite sad. But had a wonderful whirlwind of uh, three weeks relationship. Shopped, you shopped for a new house. Yeah, yeah, we went engaged. shopping. Booked a, booked, a, booked a holiday. We did, yeah, we did be at booked holiday. Yeah, I'm still going to go on my own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I don't, I don't regret it. Even though maybe uh, wasn't the right person, I think it's important because you know. It's, it's quite rare to meet someone when you sort of connect and you go, okay, this is really exciting. And there's the whole period of that, that part is exciting. And you can learn a lot about yourself. But it's funny, isn't it, that you rush into things and then one thing and then you, then you realise. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, you, you kind of ignore red flags, right? Because yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're falling for somebody and you're kind of going, oh, okay, that, that's not what I would normally go for. <laughs> okay, then. So, George, you need to come up with an app. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> George, of a honeypot. How, you, how eager are you to continue dating at the moment now? Okay, so I, wow, wow. Do you know what? Actually, it's it's like wetting my appetite from for more love because more love. Yeah, above above more love <laughs> because well because okay, I definitely and I, the one thing I have taken away from the situation is that I was like bubble wrapping my heart a little bit and being like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna try and kind of like see girls that I'm not really that into, and I was kind of into this one, and I kind of I quite liked uh, who how she made me feel and who who I was, but. Mm. It turned out that in in the end she was she was not a person. But like, I what that's shown me is okay, right? You shouldn't go into these situations like covering your heart. Okay, it might hurt a little bit at the end, mm. but actually, how can you fully connect with somebody if you're not fully vulnerable? And we learned that from wow. Brené Brown. Brené wow. Brown. There was no courage or love without vulnerability. Oh, so, wow. so yeah, I guess in, in answer to your question, I'm uh, I got a hunger for love. So who's going nice. to Dublin with you now? Um, Oh god, me both. You want to come, bro? <laughs> yeah, both. Okay, well, that'd be a good, good, good little trip. It could be a fun trip. What I don't want to do because we've got, being really honest, I've got well six weeks or so until I go to Australia, and that's going to be. I know it's oh, going to be relaxing as well. Yeah, for Christmas and New Year. Well, actually, says so probably not. Man, it must be a service where you can just sell these hotel. Things. No, I know. Well, well we'll see. see. You can sell your ticket. If someone, you what's Australia? No, uh, to oh, to Dublin. Oh, I don't mind that, but I think it's good. It's a sign. I've got to be. I, I want to go to a little European city. I might find someone that I love. You know, if anyone fancies uh, a six hundred pound, yeah, <laughs> we can do our first competition. DM us. Oh yeah, tag us. DM us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tag us. Um, or just write a nice limerick for I us. I know who yeah. you will find. It'll be Guinness. Yeah. Oh, I definitely find Lady Guinness. Ooh, Guinness. But it's not about. I think if you're going to Dublin, you've got to do that sort of thing. And, and yeah, I, yeah. what I would like to do is use it either as reflection time as in proper because I went to Barcelona for reflection time 
And I think this situation maybe took over that for a moment. And so I actually didn't spend the time reflecting as if I wanted to. And I think we put a lot of pressure to be, I, I went there with a whole strategy document and I sat down and I was like, okay, I've got the dog days, unknown, and um, rank. <laughs> and I, that's how it's fucking... It's rank f- vegan, by the way. But yeah, yeah, okay, vegan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, guys. There's no we collagen. Were, we were scared. Content. There was collagen. No, there's no collagen, I promise. We haven't got anything animal related in there and it comes in a nice paper bag. Mm. Um, but I want to, I think my brain's a little bit confused. And when you add that other fucking fourth member in, in, in the form of evil love my brain felt very full. And so I took that time on the Friday in Bar- and by the way, Barcelona Beach House, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. I've never been to Beach House, Mate. but Barcelona even even at the Beach House. Yeah, I mean Barcelona cool. itself, I mean there were riots happening, but apart from that. So but, but I got a chance to sit down with my laptop, mm. my pen and my pad. And what I have learned from that situation is if you are not in the mood to look at a life coaching document that's asking you what you care about, fucking put it down. Yeah. Get do you, in the seat. So on a serious level with these documents, I've seen so many of these strategized documents and they look nice in principle. Mm. Do you think they're beneficial? Mate, honestly, I do. Because do. when I... This whole thing was kicking off and I was, I was able to put my brain in the right situation, but I went for a fucking freezing cold swim, came out of the water, and I asked myself the same set of questions... And they're, they're deep questions. Like, but what, what, the answers were differently when you... Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I, re- I took the document and I was like, actually, I'm going to rewrite this because... Yeah. What would it, what's an example question? Um, if money and image wasn't an option or wasn't a thing, what would you be doing with your time? And where, where would you be spending more time? I know yeah. it's a really traditional question. So much, yeah, but it is, it is interesting to, be, to answer it. Because you know, what would you say? Would you just be doing podcasts all the time? If I'm honest, what I, would you, I think if, okay, I would. What would you, what would you be doing? Would you I think be? I would just want to do podcasts the whole time. And documentaries. Yeah, and documentaries and presenting and trying to get into that world I, I would okay if I couldn't be in a rock band if, if, if I was like I would, be a, I would be in a rock band mate I would just learn an instrument mm. if money and image well then again money and image that's money and image yeah but I, I genuinely don't think I would enjoy anything more than being on a stage singing like wow to like thousands of people yeah who know the music even if I got paid nothing for it I'd do live aid. Other than that, it really is. For me, it's like it's normalizing complex situations, hopefully, for other people to go, oh, that isn't so bad. I, th- I, I had a bit of, um, I spent a bit of time with a life coach when I was out. I met this really nice Argentinian lady who we were speaking a lot about, you know, who, the tough time that she went through her dog days and her running away from her husband and becoming 40 and not having a child um, and her beating herself up about that. And I genuinely found myself just thoroughly engaged in that conversation truly feeling like I was in my in my flow mm. and and I think when you feel like that if I love doing that then that's oh, yeah, is that you do. saying you want to be a life coach no not at all I, I haven't got the patience I'd rather meet really interesting people that have already gone through their own lessons and reflecting on them so I can maybe withdraw from that and then so your mind you're saying your mind would probably be more focused on actually meeting new people and going yeah. instead of just chasing the money chasing the grind yeah I feel that's what you do as a job anyway well it's funny I've met Job, like, you recruit, do meet a lot of people. Recruitment it seems to be all about meeting people. Yeah, but the money, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't for the money. I, there are different different ways to meet people. It's funny, I was having a chat with someone that I know, Tash, who listens to this podcast. You might even be hearing Tash now. Bristow. Oh, yeah. I've seen her on the Shout end, out. Yeah. Shout out to Tash. Which I was saying, do you know what's really funny, actually? I was saying to her, wouldn't it be amazing if we did this really nice thing Every month, we just like put a pot of money aside when I'm making enough money, and we'll just gather loads of people and do a nice thing. And you've got to think of the nice thing. It's either <clears throat> organizing haircuts for homeless people mm. or teaching children that are underprivileged mm. in Hackney or whatever, I don't know, in areas that are underprivileged. Do you know what's funny? The girl I was seeing, we, I, I told her that thing, and she was like, Why the fuck would you do that? Oh, red flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, 
But yeah, so I... <laughs> Speechless. <Yeah. laughs> but I was like, how is that? I can't be bothered to give myself some editing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. But anyway, but I, I said this to Tash and she was like, yeah, this is a fun idea. I think it's a good idea, but I also think um, it's not about to pick you apart. Mm-mm. I feel like you can do these things without money. And sometimes I think that... We, we think like oh we should yeah put some money together to help someone but you don't need it's them literally you don't need to there's so many things where you could just get friends together mm. or go into a care home they don't need any of your money they've got money they just need people to talk to them for mm. you had that situation with your grandma but it's not a nice place to go I like the idea of the story I remember the idea I had the story listeners where you just go and you listen to people that haven't got anyone to talk to their, their stories Oh yeah. So like, you know, imagine sitting with an old man. Quite ten out of that. But I mean, imagine I was just sitting well, down. Imagine listening. the interesting stories you hear from me. Well, okay, interesting, and, lo- and looping it into. Do you think the... they would be interesting? Because I know when you sit there. You've seen the video. The you know, when you sit there, I've sat there with old people, and you feel like you're going to get it. And to be honest, this is horrible, but I'll mm. be honest because we're all about honesty. For the first ten minutes, it's like, oh, this is nice. I'm getting yeah. it. It's like, fuck me, you've told me the same thing. <laughs> Mate, honestly, so when my nan, well, before my nan fully can um, speak, she she would tell me, and I was like looking for that moment, you know, that fucking serendipitous life moment. And I'd be like, Granny, you know, what? Tell me what, what the meaning of life is. And she look at and she look at me, and she'd wait for ages to answer it. And I'd be like, Wow, oh, this is gonna be amazing. And she went, Oliver, I think, I think the meaning of life is directing films in the way... And she turned into a fucking film director. And I was like, what? And she started telling me about... Did she have Alzheimer's? No, no, she fell down some stairs. And then, like, her brain tipped upside down. It was like a filing cabinet. And then, so she would just, like... She would start speaking about something and go, yellow parsnips. And you're like, okay, well, we can do that. We can, we can yeah, speak about yeah. yellow parsnips. But yeah, so sorry. So follow the white rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. He Matrix. Matrix we did, we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Told it's him. a documentary of the real world. Well, right. Okay, right. Okay, yeah, okay right. Well, I'm calling you out on this, please. I'll try calling you out on it. Okay. You just unplug from the Matrix, bro. Okay. No, 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 we just what say do you mean? Okay, because you say that's not a lot. Okay, so when I watch the Matrix, I see it as them basically telling us that we're in this society where we just follow the rules of the government and basically we don't unplug from the truth mm. which is we are controlled by a higher thing in the matrix the robots right okay they control the human race because they're they're plugging us in okay. this world and then when you unplug yourself then you go into the real world okay so but i feel like we can yeah when i, I felt it was so sci-fi i couldn't it's very sci-fi it's very sci-fi mm. but I, I think that's their metaphor of what they're trying to describe i hear that. number two is good because it explains it more oh we'll do that tonight then but i was i was overhearing a guy today just being like i spent in the sauna mm. and he was speaking about how it was actually very interesting he was a welsh man who'd grown up in like a really rural town and he was speaking about how he looks back at his childhood so fondly and it was doing really simple things like counting rocks on a mountain or whatever yeah, but like sure. these connected things right and he then got into um it was really funny his boyfriend was outside singing opera in the shower like really worked well and he was oh yeah he's not really Anyway, I was in, here, this is in in what, yeah yeah singing opera yeah it was Fair unbelievable. Play. Anyway, so he but he was speaking about this ten year journey that he's taken to becoming. He was singing about it. No, he was just talking to us in, okay. in his normal little soft Welsh voice. Yeah, um, but he was speaking about how he'd taken this whole journey into like trying to better himself and like mm. having all the apps on his phones for meditation for mm. LinkedIn whatever, and and like every single story ends up being the same answer at the end. And he's like, now I just disconnect. Now I've found peace and happiness in as little connection to the rest of the world as I can can get away with. Yeah, I've not done it for 10 years, but recently, three weeks ago, I did this Instagram, Twitter 
telegram. It always coincides with football and Tottenham's in a very negative space. So it's actually weird how much that can affect you, especially when you go on Twitter, Telegram, everyone's, and I was included, bitching about Tottenham. Yeah. And, you're just like, and you're like, this is also fantasy. I'm just talking about, it's like me bitching about a movie mm. or Game of Thrones. So I just, and on Instagram, I was scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I deleted all of them and literally, I think within two days, I just felt better. Oh better. my god, I'm going to do that in Dublin. But I'm going to go to fucking Dublin. Yeah, you have a phone cleanse. I did it. I've done a phone cleanse, but the problem yeah. is, I've done a phone cleanse in Dublin before, and then you get to the airport and it's in my head like, okay, you just start thinking about oh, all those messages out. you miss. Like, okay, yeah. when am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? I did it and I was four hours, five hours straight, just like, yeah, see that? yeah, that's a good that's But a good this point. is more that I've just deleted. I like that. I deleted. What? I still have WhatsApp and so everything. You're still, you're still sort of in connected, but you're, yeah, you're not I think, wasting time. I think I'm still using, I still am on it, but I'm still using WhatsApp because I think that's, as much as I'd like to delete that, you'd need to, that is the main communication tool now, mm. isn't it? That's true. Whereas Instagram, I realised, uh, more from a creative point of view, I started listening to creators that have actually made it as creators and they, their basic principle is like, create, don't consume. So mm. I'm always looking at YouTubers and then I realise all I'm doing is, consuming their content so and then you more... make the same shit that everyone else is making as well Well, yeah but also you never make anything because you just spend all your sp- so when you're spending that time um consuming consuming it's like why not spend that time creating so mm. i started creating some not dog day stuff yeah but some fc not alone videos uh i've been posting them but it's more about it's more like I Mate, the, I, do you know what, that's, that's actually really big i just even hearing you saying that has made me think oh my god this is why i procrastinate so much like I, I sat in the sauna today with this notepad and pen, and I've written what am I shameful about? You sat in that sauna. Yeah, man, I, it was really, really good. I, it I recommend so it. So hot in there, though. Yeah. So I wrote what am I shameful Did about? Your paper not good. I was going to say no. newspapers are always so wet. In there. No, no, it's a hardback. It's Sorry, a hardback. How, I, let's keep it. How can I don't understand people that sit there reading a newspaper? <laughs> oh, I don't get that. It's people. the most weirdest thing. <laughs> and then they drip on it, and I'm like, well, how are you reading that? Yeah, it's like, so dry. Like yeah. get rid of it. No, it's nice. Okay, okay oh. fair. so. I was writing some... Because I think my head's felt a little bit fucked since Barcelona and obviously head's being heartbroken. Um, but no, the night you're is, not heartbroken. You never no, no, Yeah, definitely not. But, but you no, know, sorry, that's that's really yeah, condescending. I think I'm... Um, no, it's I was not. definitely affected. No, I think, I, think I was thinking I was affected. Who, who are you condescending? Well, myself, really, because okay. I can't deny myself that I felt feelings. Oh, yeah, but you weren't like... Okay, he was heartbroken. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. Just give me the validation. Okay. Anyway, but I, so I sent... I, I wrote this thing on this notepad, and it's amazing because your phone's not there, you literally are disconnected, and I was like, okay, what am I shameful about? Like, where do I feel the most shame? And then what am I proud about? I always do this. And then I, where, where do I feel the most pride? Like, listening to my intuition. And what is it? So what am I... What so I, what am I shameful about? And you yeah. write down all the things that normally in oh, your I mind. I never do any like, of this shit, man. And then what am I proud about? Mm. So where do I feel pride? I feel pride that we've got a podcast where we have open chats. Mm. I feel pride that I listen to my intuition and bend off that situation. Mm. I feel pride, you know, all the situations where you feel pride. And then I write, what do I need to do to make this week or this day amazing? And I'll write down a, a to-do list, really, right? But then I did it with the dog days, and I did it with rank, and I did it with unknown, separate things, like where I'm feeling shame with unknown. Mm. I was It was like 40 minutes in this sauna, so I was going in and out on the, doing the cold shower mm-hmm. thing. But I found this a really, really simple exercise. Right on. One, for removal of negative thought that are consuming my brain, and two, for action points against things that I'm just procrastinating with doing. And hearing you saying this non-consumption thing reminds me that I, when I know I, I need to do something mm-hmm. or I see a re- repetition in my to-do list, I will then go and consume because it's so a quick true. dopamine fix. And you go, yeah. do I write this proposal for this client or do I write that content for Pooch for the next dog days thing? Or 
do I just scroll on my Instagram hoping that someone's going to say hi? <laughs> or like, what is your screen time on your phone? Awful, four oh. hours a day. Like, mate, mine was 45 hours, mate, in a week. In a week, so what's so that? It's over two That's days. That's nine hours a day? It's, mate, it's ridiculous. Jesus. Ridiculous. I've not heard it that big. Mate, Man, it was big. Ridiculous. And I was like, that was... That's why you write so mate, quick write and write kisses at the end of it. Because I just, I just write. Well, the thing is, I also <laughs> put my web WhatsApp on. So when uh, I'm on laptop, I have my WhatsApp I on. I always batter that web well. WhatsApp and I'm... Bad I don't have web WhatsApp. You know when you said um, about writing things you're shameful about? Mm. I read in a... Well, is, I'm reading a lot of books. I read in another <laughs> book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, that one. Sick mm. book. Writing about and focusing on th- like negative things that don't really exist, is that... I don't. Apparently, that's not actually what you should do. So to keep... Yes. Fo- well, focusing on a shame, what you're shameful about, it just means that you keep... I don't know. I think for me, it gets me into a place of reflection because if I don't write that, I almost feel like I'm not allowed to write the good stuff. It's always shame. Well, well, my bedside book of dreams is underneath here. So, okay, this I've got like. I can know, you've got her name written all over that page. I can't can't say the name. I was about to say. um, Ollie Flack. No, that doesn't work. So. You'll see I've written, like, today I'm grateful for... So I normally start... I used to start with today I'm grateful for and today will be awesome if I... But in... And then, yeah, look, today I'm grateful for today. And then sometimes I just what write... What do you think those added words mean? Like, why... Because I've read that again in what? the fucking book. Where, why is it today I'm grateful for? What is that? What's the difference in the... Busyness, Wim Hof. What do you mean? To say, to, like, obviously... You what does that give you? What, what validation does that give you? Today I'm grateful for. Uh, I need to... I'm, a, I'm quite... When I write, I need to write the thing out. I can't just go, do do do. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not connecting with it. Mm. I really... Some people don't like this, though. Some people get... Where did you get that method from? Did you read it somewhere? Or uh, Tim Ferriss has a similar thing. Mm. And then I just... Sounds I've, a bit like The Secret. It's like positive aff- affirmations. Well, I used to write the affirmations, but I just I find it so funny. I have American. affirmations that I used to say before I used to go to bed. I don't do it anymore. But what I, did you used to say? You are... Beautiful. Right. I, I said, I said, I said, I'm capable, I'm abundant, I'm powerful. Um, my monetary transactions benefit all whom they affect. Um, I'm more than I appear to be. All the world's strength and power exists inside me. I just don't think that means anything. I just feel like, like, so I used to I say something like just Do you even know what it means? This is what I mean. I used to say it for the sake of saying it, and yeah. then I got to the point where I was like, What am I even saying? You just remembered your lines. But why from, is it like yeah, every successful person yeah. I meet, like, I'll sit there with another fucking Tony Robin eye, and I'll be like, so what do you think this is the secret to your success? And they're like, affirmations. 100% affirmations. But listen, everyone says it, so I'm thinking it must work. Yeah. Just make yourself in the mirror, be like, you're going to be fine. But I feel like, A, a dickhead, and B, American, which isn't a bad thing, or it's, a good thing. It's partly why we did this podcast, because every successful person says they do affirmations, they meditate, and do all these things all the time. Mm. But then no one we've met here has said that they do any of that. No. But it's always the elite people that whenever they're pressed on, well, maybe that's why they're elite, but when they're pressed on how they got successful, it's because they did all these things but yeah. I don't know if they actually do I also think I'm, I'm a bit of a cynical person that I kind of go like oh shut up what about like, visualisations you visualise I, I can't in visualise from a sports point of view I believe in that a yeah, lot that actually. works in sports I have because I'm not really? good at sports so I wouldn't know but you can <laughs> you can visualise you can imagine like being a pro you've You've done so much stuff. So, no, but you know, like, if you like, you're visualizing getting the ball at your feet, going bottom corner, and scoring that goal. But you know, if you visualize yourself having a mare, mm. you're always going to have a mare. Mm. It's the weirdest thing. It is honestly, mm. it, like the night before, if you think you're going to make a bad pass or this pass, and you're mm. thinking all these negative thoughts, you, every time I've done it, I've had an absolute nightmare. How have you tried to not have those thoughts? Just, just literally 
pretend I'm scoring a hat trick, mate. <laughs> Which uh, never happens, but I just try to have positive sports about the game. I thoughts about the game. I don't know if that okay. So just looping Josh Connolly into this toxic positivity. Because I, I had this with with an experience recently, and I was mm. like, this cannot go wrong. This cannot go wrong. Mm. And I almost I visualize everything being so brilliant so many times that I then got into the other side of the mindset where I was like, oh god, you're not prepared if this if this goes badly. Okay. And then like so I. I actually felt because the bad thing happened in the end, and you, the secret would tell you that you, have, you haven't fucking praised enough, or you haven't like thought about it enough, which is just bollocks. Because brains aren't work. I don't think brains are wired that way. I think some people's brains just kind of go like, "I want this to happen. I really want this to happen." But if I'm not prepared for this not to happen, then I feel like I'm completely vulnerable to that. It's just, yeah, like, is that, who's that doctor, Doctor Joe Dispenza? Who just, mm. he, oh yeah, he fully says you can control, like you yeah. are in power of what the brain, like what you do in your life through your brain. Yeah, and that is just for te- telling your brain what to do, basically. But he honestly believes that. I think, and he's I mean, got that's, proven that makes theories because of mind control, mind control, and all that. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Anyway, we're getting into rabbit holes. So no, we're allowed to. to I know. I like, I like the rabbit. I just feel like it's we so haven't got the answers, right. have we? It'd be good to get Joe Dispenza on. This one of the John Jays is here. Yeah, relating things to relating things. Um, so we haven't really reflected on this. Let's reflect on a doggy. Our first ever documentary. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so we are sat actually in. The chairs that we purchased for our documentary. <laughs> Where's the four? And sat in one. <laughs> so we went, the purpose of us going down there, right? And I think the angle was the right angle to have. It's these people are normal, they're trying to save our planet. Sure. And that was the idea before we met them, right? Yeah, start, <laughs> before going to the actual Extinction Rebellion, it's more, the whole reason we're doing this is I, I personally have always wanted to become better with video and I know that you're pointing at Ollie here, you're good as well, but you're very, very good in front of camera and I know that if we can do this sat in a, in your bedroom of two candles, we can definitely create interesting video content. Mm. So that's what brought us into the Extinction Rebellion because it seemed like the first place for us to go and do a documentary, so to speak. Well, also, because mm. William Skeepin, we had Invited a podcast us, yeah. and he said to come down and do it. So the process was come down and do a live podcast. And then I started thinking about it. how can you do a live podcast because <laughs> we sit down for an hour or two with people and it, we're on the high street and lucky we didn't prepare for no, that because no. the police tried moving us on every time no. we tried to sit our little shitty chairs down. Also, it's Monday morning. I I had such work anxiety. <laughs> I, I had such Hugo. I lost rattled, I lost twenty four thousand pounds that day. <laughs> that is horrific. The whole, the whole yeah. thing was <laughs> but we got there. at... So the whole day, how it unfolded, we got there at White City about half six, we yeah. got there yeah, at yeah, us yeah. three, and then we had a Blame lovely, are we allowed to mention this? He's probably allowed to mention this. Yeah. yeah. Lovely, lovely new dog there, there's our videographer, he came down, but it was funny how he came down having listened to our podcast, I think, for the first time in the yeah. car, so when he came there, he was, I didn't, when you meet a videographer, you normally expect them to be like, quite quiet, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, but he came down like, lads, of I love you. Like, he was, but he was so open. He, he, what, what I love, because I spoke to Danielle about this afterwards, and I was like, what I loved about the situation was he felt open enough and like, um, about, yeah, yeah, about his own it struggles. Felt like he was talking and, to us. I really felt like he had been talking to us in that car. Yeah. Like, and I, but it felt like he had never had these conversations. I heard these conversations from where he'd come from. So yeah. he's only from Oxford or Oxford, whatever. Yeah. But he lives in a t- t- typical sort of factory job, and it felt like he'd finally 
heard someone talking about what he had wanted to talk about. But so intelligent, he was such an intelligent guy. He like, already and he had knew a great the input on the, on the documentary. Oh like, my god! Like, but it was he was better than us. Yeah. As in, like we were. I was obviously in a shit mental place but at you that were time. Class. Um, but and I, but he brought energy that we needed to that. And I think mm. if it wasn't for him, what did he say to the policeman? You gonna let her speak? You gonna let her speak, there, mate? You gonna let her speak or what? But you asked her a question. You gonna let her speak or what? <laughs> so he would be like what a lovely guy and I, I can't wait to do our next thing with him yeah but what do we so learning from that I mean I was you'll see in the scenes when we release it the first scene is just you speaking to the camera because I was so preoccupied about we've not prepped this day I was freaking out because I just didn't know where we we're going I know sometimes I need to just let things on fold which we did yeah, but I do did. also think you need to have a bit of there needs to be some you need to, yeah. when you're producing something like that you need to be like we need to interview this person, this person, mm. this person, whatever. But we very much just got to White City. You start, we started the camera, you know, and then we just got on the tube to, we didn't so even know where rebellion. to go. No, like, mm. Thinking it back now, if you're ever going to protest, you should check Daily Mail and you should check Twitter because those are going to tell you yeah, where it's where all going are. down. But we were just following the noise. We were where were we? We were by a parliament, weren't we? We were just navigating around parliament or... Uh, and I think we, were, we actually went where they're all sleeping, which is fine, but <laughs> we wanted to find the ones that weren't just hippies. Yeah. So like, we, okay, apparently there were doctors and lawyers and everything else. Course, I imagine there were. Mate, you get yeah. hippie doctors, man. Like, I don't know. Also, what is a hippie? Why is uh, the whole... Yeah, okay. what is it? Right, well, okay. the, the one that was dancing around going, Kumbaya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair she, enough. She was I was like, how am I going to make the public not think you're a psycho? Like, I, <laughs> because we're here, we want to make everyone realise that you guys have such a clear and wonderful purpose yeah. to save the planet. Yeah. And you're singing Kumbaya fucking hard. I was going to feel not what I wanted, my Quantan. Yeah. But so yeah, it was our intention to go there and just meet, just normalise the situation. When I went, yeah. when I went to, so we went there on the Monday of their first week, and to be honest, you won't see it in the edit, but there were some pretty <laughs> wacky things that happened and we've we've edited it but there were also a lot of logical things that were, were spoken about but and I think the interesting thing is the hatred that we've received from our close oh, mates God, even that we're associated to it like yeah. but there's this okay this is what I want to speak about as well they're okay they're causing disruption to people's lives and they're going mad um, and then you know some people are enjoying because you know the public love to hate right yeah of course the public are loving to hate these guys mm. how fucking dead ah look at that guy getting pulled off the tube yeah, like them, yeah. I would have smacked the shit out of him I saw him like people are getting like venomous and angry okay and th- some of them haven't even had their days disrupted they just like to join the bandwagon against because of the changes that these, they're asking for them I think they're going fuck these guys I don't think it's even that it's think? not even just the changes they're asking for it's just the fact that people like to be angry at people and it's yeah. they were just the, the target for a couple of weeks and, all, and also you know the the we we can't you know matrix world not that like we can't <laughs> we can't uh, forget that the media will report traditional media will report on these people as being you know, disruptive, disruptive and, yeah, yeah have, of course like, the, the media will probably say, you know, things are getting better, government are pushing this, mm. um, but they're just, like, taking time out of the day. So the, so the media plays a big part in this, because however you read an article about these guys, and you see these videos of them getting beaten up, you know, mm. this all perpetuates hate and comedy mm. at these people of being hippies. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I think, I don't know, I feel like it's this year's uh, vegan, you know, everyone hates the fucking vegan now. Well, they're all, they are all vegans. They are all vegans, so on the planet. That but, is very true. But what, what I will also say, whilst the hate rises, the love 
love will always rise as well. They're, That's very They true. are getting so many more love fans. That. I don't care what anyone says. No, they are, they are, they are. You get the hate because you can't have one or the other. That's the thing. But I you should never aim to have one or the other, should you? No, you're right. But this goes back to what Nicole Arbour was saying when we were speaking you about the hate arts. Love, right? That as well. We got yeah. that out of the quote. But like, Nicole was speaking about how do you make something go viral and you you either do it via the black arts as we've learned which is like anger outrage or whatever or you do it with like being yeah or is it or it's love or it's um, kindness Mm. and it's empathy Mm. and it's sadness yeah yeah exactly and then they sort of blend in, in between them it seems rebellion they're doing outrage and they're going right okay we're doing outrage but also we're going to empower the other side and if you're empowered you're more powerful than someone who's outraged no, I, I think I wish you guys went me on the Friday. That was so and much you more interesting. So much more interesting though, because you basically I understood how it all worked. So they they occupy Trafalgar Square. By the way, they've literally by Nelson's Column, they've got village like a village. It's like a little village. <laughs> Is it still there now? No, they. That's another story in a second. Oh. What happened to all? But when I was there in for the first ten minutes, I saw two people lying on the ground, handcuffed themselves to like a metal pole. And the police, they had about 20. It, when you see that, I can understand the police outrage thing yeah. because the resource that's being wasted on it, it is, you know, it's a bit crazy. They're just all standing there, and one of them's got, I don't even know what the tool is, but it's like a chainsaw kind of thing. And, and there's t- 10 people watching it with shields chainsawing this one little pole that these people are handcuffing. <laughs> so that happened. And also, I was about to interview Molly, who that's the reason I went back because she. Um, well, she contacted she's us. She's quite she? yeah. high up in it, I think. Mm. And she contacted us. Some guy was like, mate, I wouldn't do your interview there if I was you. I said, why Why can't I do my interview here? He goes, I'm just telling you. So I moved away. And then next <laughs> thing you know, um, coming out, there was a tent there. And then they've just pulled, they just pulled up like a wooden structure, like loads of planks of wood. Right. Within a minute, it was just, they've built a structure. And they've like tied it with, um, what are those clippers called? Those plastic... Uh, oh, those Cable like, ties. Cable, cable ties. ties. They've tied it all up yeah. with cable ties. The police are just watching it. They're just fuming. And then these young... Extinction youngers get out and they do a circle and they're just singing like all around it. And basically, every time you put up a structure, that gives you another 24 hours because the JCB... They have to get a JCB to come and knock it down. <laughs> wow. So if you're taking over a site, they can only take it over by blocking the road. So they have to keep... When the police start looking, building little structures, and it's really tactical how it all unfolds. It, was wow. like, it sounds like a fortnight. No, but it, looks, <laughs> mate, it is. And it, when you're there, it's like this is actually quite fun. And it's, I can imagine. And so many people in this world are looking for purpose, they're not getting it through their jobs. And what, you know, climate change is something that people need to take serious. So that's mm. why they're getting. I think, I think the shift it. is happening. And actually, like, Capitalism. No, oh. mate. No, no, not not in this. But I think it's oh. come from different routes. If you listen to like Naval Ravikant speaking about the, the age of the information, whatever, sure. like e- everything is heading to this. Like if you look at automation of jobs and you know jobs are being removed out of all the dull, monotonous things. Yeah. Capitalism, I think, is becoming a thing that people aren't loving anymore. Yeah. That's in like oh, that's such a broad statement. Like what I mean by that is you're not popular if you're rich. Like it's changed in the. People, it's all gone to experiences, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but if, okay. okay, and if you break it down, I understand that the smaller group you're in, you're a socialist, sure. and if you get into a bigger group, you're a demographic, and if you're into whatever, or whatever the word is, liberatorial is, but like, and the bigger the group gets, the more it supports the idea of capitalism, because you're asking for all these different situations to be changed. But I think people, and especially like kids now, are far more happy and bothered about finding their purpose. There's yeah. so much more information about don't go and do that shit job that your parents want mm. you to go and do. Go and do the job that really drives you to what you love doing. Sure. And a lot of that, I, th- I just think 
is going to be around this kind of stuff, around sustainability. It's going to be around being nice to the rest of the it's world. It's also made our culture a lot more sensitive. Yeah. But like, and, I th- and because of the information, the access that we got like on Netflix, which has changed culture forever, yeah. we have access to Everything. really well-designed um, uh, things that are better for the world. And there's not many things on Netflix telling you how to be a successful banker. Like, there's nothing being like, hey, hey, 14-year-old child, do you want to get rich and sell things on the fucking... Well, I think everyone's seeing different perspectives because I think the old perspectives were just... You watched on television or through movies, but mm. now with yeah, like with there's so much information out there, YouTube, then more people are yeah. trying to learn things for themselves. People just want to be nice. I think I genuinely, and maybe this is just me being hopeful and less nihilistic, but I feel like people just want to be bringing up children to be nicer and more caring Helpful. around everybody. I think we're going through a little bit of a version of the '60s, but I think it's going to last longer. What happened in the '60s? Bro? Everyone was well, just free. Spirit. Everyone was fucking smoking joints, yeah, sex and love and fucking dancing, but then. Then but that was yeah, that was that amazing. amazing. I don't think we're going. I think people want that, but I feel we're going so far away from that. Do you think? I I've, I'm with Ian. I on think that. there's going to be a revolution against tech as well. I, I, I honestly do. <laughs> you no. Do you not think? No. I think we're, I think there's more people disconnected uh, um, than united in the world. I right think now. people if they knew about what it was like in the sixties. They would crave that, but we we weren't from that era. Era era. Mm. People are so just intertwined in their phones and disconnected. Maybe, and that's, that. and that's but that's when I went there. That's what I'm. That's what they weren't on their. That's why it was they? like fun. Is because I never felt um, it was like being when you described Glastonbury that kind of situation. Mm. It's like really fun just to be part of. Um, well, there was people, people leaving their just, jobs, weren't there? There were people leaving their jobs just to be mm. part of Extinction Rebellion. It's so like, they, it's, there's a lot of adrenaline there as well. I mean, you got the police looking at you, and then you know they're building structure, and then you see like there's a lot of. Um, well, we felt knackered after we left it because it was so stimulating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you pulled your hamstring. You lost the deal. What's the other fucking hour? It's not missing the deal. What do you think? Do you think we'll get any sort of outcome from releasing that? What are you hoping from it? I just I'm hoping that people because I don't know how much of our character you get just on a microphone I also think it's important for us to have video content that's out in the world we certainly don't get any character on this video edit of me because (laughs) yeah 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 Ian's scared of the cam it's pretty much the Ollie show no because because so this is how it went when we were there I bought these um, mics lapels wireless lapel mics and I realised it was quite hard to work out to use them we managed it though yeah Mm. we did we We had to go to the pub and then Ollie you were actually sick just going around on your ones and twos as it were it worked out quite good like Blaine said though to be fair in the edits we can all learn from it I definitely I'm, I'm going to wear I, well I'm allowed to not wear my glasses now as well so I can take them off yeah but I know well, I've, you know, I've got a black eye too so that's, that's always mate that's not gone down it's, no it's gone up yeah. it's really yeah, bad it's you, you need to stop spot. touching it it's getting infected or something no it's not infected it's I closed see. it's a closed gap and for the for the podcast I basically well you're going to see this on the cat video weasel. but I in cat weasel manner that was your love name I uh, yeah <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> um, I <laughs> um, I, you're crying I, yeah, I'm crying you're crying no you fucking idiot <laughs> oh, I'm joking it's wild get a grip God, Molly you. Scott you fucking grow idiot up. <laughs> oh, grow up grow up um, no no I, I basically I wrestled with a farmer and I smashed my head on the floor and you that want that shot in um, um, so yeah that should be out in the in the week the should be out in the next documentary yeah. I'm excited to get that out I'll be and very we want to do a few more don't we documentaries we've talked about the boxing yeah, and we've also oh, got the George Rawling thing. Got the George Rawling. We won't mention the boxing. We won't mention the boxing. We will mention the Honey Pot 
Yeah, so we're going to go to the streets of London and we're going to be asking Is random people why they are single. Yeah. Um, and we're essentially what we want to get out of that, because out of why I guess I'm single again now, um, and Ian's been perpetually single since um, since that time as no, well. No, I had... I fell in love. Oh, yeah, you fell in love as well. But it's Did gone you fall in love with? American girl. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. American woman. Yeah. Stay away so, from but, me. But, it's, again, it's brilliantly relevant, because I... I'm I'm now on my my quest. Well, we're going to do market research for George Rawlings. Yes, yeah, including people in relationships also. Yeah, and the third thing I also want to speak about is something that I think we could maybe do on the fly, uh, but it will take planning, and that is a alumni dog day event for the 25 guests that we've had so far. And I'd like to invite them all to reflect on the year that they've had and tell us some learnings and, nice. and share so like their vulnerabilities. Little, little event. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be big. It can be just us having a live podcast and a setup. Nice. And the purpose of it is that we're not. What just... does alumni mean? What is alumni? Alumni is like the previous employees. They've of graduated business. from. Yeah, or, yeah. I've got an alumni award. That's why. I'm... Oh, there you go, mate. There you go. Well, yeah. So it's people that have graduated from the dog days that are still like Annalee and Josh Connolly met up, Flav and Josh Connolly met up. I think it's more exciting because I want to speak to these people that came on to demonstrate their best selves and, and were very a bit open with them as well, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, but also just to hear like these people are very successful people. Everyone we've had on has been. Um, arguably and I think it'll be very nice to hear what they've been through since coming on because a lot of them portrayed very successful and happy lives and the purpose of this is always going back to explaining the tough times this December come up to our one year our one year anniversary we think that's what we should do one year anniversary we get together and just go boom we need to just get a diary now let's actually do that but any also any Dog Day fans are willing to, especially the super fans, are more than willing to come along. We'll make it. Wilson, should we, we should fly Wilson out. Yes, we we should use oh, all of our budget. Oh, he's T-shirt. He stops engaging, hasn't he? Oh, I've lost our main I've fan. Not seen him, Wilson, brother. If you're out are there, are you still there, Wilson? You, <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> don't, don't, let's shout out a few fans. Let's not. Let's not. Um, your Wilson. your fan. <laughs> Your fan, Ollie's just picked up, you know, Castaway, where he's picked up a ball and it reminds us of that. But let's not forget our fans. I think Wilson Yeep is actually number one fan. Yeah, Wilson Yeep. We've had, I've had a few fans that have come and gone. I mean, Tash Bristow is always there. She's she, not a day one She's not a day one but she definitely... Boyman's a day one Boyman, Boyman is. I don't know if he's still... I don't, yeah. he, is. he is. We, is, we haven't listen? produced enough content for him. He's content. a proper podcast listener. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, we've, we've increased our... Uh, regularity all the feedback we've had as well we really appreciate because it ha- massively does help us out I think yeah the f- and the feedback it's funny because a lot of the stuff people get people got you know for example outraged by Nicole or annoyed by William Skeeping but it's fine this is an educational thing and we're learning ourselves and I on, think- on that I found something interesting you know see Ellen posted a pic she was sitting next to George W. Bush at a basketball game mm-hmm. right. I'm trying to wonder why this is relevant <laughs> no because she got really criticised about it. No, so they were saying like, how can you be chilling with somebody that has such different views to you? He's pretty much everyone was saying that he caused like a ice, or, you know, mm, what yeah, yeah, about George Bush. Uh, and she said, just because you have conflictive views with someone doesn't mean that you can't be friends with them. I like that. Mm. I, de- I definitely, do you know what? But that's why it's good to have people with conflictive views I'm on your say, podcast. Because that's how you, because she said, 100%. that's how you learn about life. You can't just sit with people that believe the same things about you. No, Otherwise, course, you just yeah. stay closed-minded. This is exactly what I was saying to someone today. I was having a chat and I was like, she, this lady said to me, oh, you don't really like my friend that I've got. And I was like, no, no, I don't, it's not that I don't like her. I just think that you can become the sum of your people around you, right? Oh, that's fact. Which is a fact, right? Because, of course, you're, these people are giving you information the whole time. So yeah. if you want, you can have friends, but you just don't surround them and base your opinions based on theirs if yeah, they have different views to you. Mm. And I think a lot of us do that by accident. Like, you start hanging out with someone that's quite toxic but because you like them for their 
for the other 30% that yeah. you like them. And then you start to sort of like take on their shit traits yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. I definitely have that with, with someone recently that I became quite close to. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. you start to sort of sacrifice your own, and you compromise your own beliefs. You start to wear these weird glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they were cool. I insane. wear them for my for the glare. And actually, I've not had like sad, like bins. dry eyes. To be fair, I, I've noticed I need to get some bins because every time I look at the laptop and my phone, which is all the time, my eyes are now getting a bit... I read up. an article today, actually, when I was on the... That tube, by the way, Northern Lines are collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> fucking everyone's just... Packed into a fucking. It's Matrix. On that there, is Matrix. Yeah. That is Matrix, mate. <laughs> when you look, they're fucking zombies, mate. <laughs> no, but I read some like, like, newspapers talking about. There's so many. There's a lot more percentage of the world that are short-sighted now because we're glued to our phones. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm losing it a yeah. little bit. I, I can't. Long-sighted. Sorry. Do you Long know what? Sorry. I'm actually going to use this Dublin thing uh, to do this anti anti phone vibe. Really relevant topic. Have you seen Joker? No, I haven't yet. I oh, can't talk about oh, that. Shit. I okay. Can I say that is the most depressing thing I've done with two hours of my time? No, nah, but it's a good. It is a good movie. Don't Brilliant. watch it on a Monday. Anyway, he's not seen it. Wow. But I would say, yeah, it just, yeah. Whacking Phoenix. I'll wait for you to it's watch it. Really, before. really interesting. Uh, interesting movie. Okay, personally, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm done with this. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. really happy with this. I've, I'm actually really happy with how we've we've covered a lot of issues. Just a quick little, a little check in. Yeah, I just, I just feel like I don't see you to enough. So I just. Well, you know, how, poor, I don't poor want listeners you, have got I don't want you to, to go. Okay. Well, we got food together. I've got a Kiev salad downstairs. <laughs> okay. What's the postcode? My mum's coming to pick me up. And on that, on that bombshell, we'll leave it there. You sad loser. <laughs> but oh, we've not introduced the mum's. Oh, on top of mum. No, but also you'll be. Sorry, about, I can't get my words out. Sorry about the quality of the audio. We are focusing on a bit oh, of yeah. quantity, and, and we if hope you've made it this far, and you're okay with it. Then that apology is redundant. Let us, know, <laughs> let us know, though. Let us know what you think about it, because this is the first time we're doing three. We want to do a podcast every week, so we might be doing more of these where we don't have a guest. Let us um, know. Also, we've never said this before. Can you please? Like and subscribe. Yeah, we don't say enough. Can you follow us on Instagram? Then we have we'll just that send edit. it. Just no, we send have that edit at the end. Do we share it now. Just share it. No, now. you do. Yeah, oh yeah, you do. You've you got do the outro. Then. Does that still go? Out? But we've got Twitter. We're tweeting. We've got Gram. We're gramming. <laughs> can you share this podcast to so everyone? And can you basically go on your phones more? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I disconnect and connect to our podcast. No, you should. <laughs> when I say don't consume, create. You should consume this. Because we're quit. selfish. <laughs> Alright. All right. Anyway, thank peace. you. Peace, peace. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at Dog Days Pod. Leave us a comment, let us know what you think, and we'll see you next week.